Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's BudPod 78. 78. You're so 70 late. Oh, very nice. Very, a stinging rebuke. It was the, and that was the biggest burn of 2008. That's right. Yeah, what are you, 2008? And you'd have to hide from society for weeks <laughs> and apply salve to that burn. Well, you'd have to wait till 2009. That's true. You had to wait a whole calendar year. Yeah. And, when, and when, at, uh, 2009, where, uh, a year in which at worst you would be 2005. Yes. And then in 2010, it happened again. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of the early 2000s, I've been watching the harrowing but excellent Once Upon a Time in Iraq. Yes. Um, it's on the iPlayer. I thoroughly recommend it to anyone um, above the age of 18. And maybe, well, it's, I mean, it, it, it can be hard watching, but it's superb. It's so good. It's a series of like, interviews with people who are there and you know up here i reckon the iraq war was a fucking catastrophe <laughs> and it started so strong <laughs> uh man i like uh i mean i always knew it was bad but i had no idea i had no idea just how incompetent and directionless yeah the whole oh, operation man. was bungled bungled from start to finish well that's the that's the irony is that the first sort of 30 days of it or whatever it was just like everyone was expecting this huge fucking war and like gas and nuclear maybe getting involved like chemical weapons and then it just crumbled and they moved into baghdad within like a fucking two weeks and they were not mm. like they, they just what we like the actual war was the easiest bit it was the not deliberately sabotaging the structure of civic society that they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it's so interesting at the beginning. The, a lot of the Iraqis were like, yeah, you got rid of Saddam, great. And the Americans were like, you're free. And they were like, the Iraqis like, brilliant, cheers. Uh, can you turn the electricity back on? And the Americans were like, you're free. <laughs> and the Iraqis like, we could really do with some of the water we used to have. And the Americans went... Congratulations on being free. <laughs> you know what it is? It's it's so clearly like an administration and a military, which is only ever focused on what you might call the fun and exciting bit. Yeah. It was like, we blew up the enemy tank. And you go, that's <laughs> great. And now you're in charge of the town. And they go, oh, now I'm essentially the mayor. I didn't want to be a mayor. I wanted to blow things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was playing Red Alert, not SimCity. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm only interested in building to the point where it can help me blow up more things. It just, I mean, extraordinary. The, the, the concept of all the gear and no idea doesn't yeah. apply to anything as much as it applies to 
the American troops are in Iraq. I mean, yeah, I like mean, just, high, high javel, powered... javelin missile launchers that they just <laughs> blow up overhead of their own soldiers. <laughs> it's just what a what a nightmare! What a nightmare! And it it makes you wonder about when we invaded Germany in in 1945 and how different it was. Where people were like, "Well, of course we have to restart all the factories and get people working again." I mean, that's where Volkswagen mm. comes from. In its modern yes, form. Yes, yes, yeah. Obviously, it was a Hitler car before, but then um, a British major who was in charge of that section was like, "Well, the obviously, we need the factory open again. We need to no, make no, more, no, hit, no, more no, of these no, Hitler no, cars." No. The Hitlermobile. Rise in action. The mustachioed um, uh, psychopath arrives in his Hitlermobile. Featuring his doughty sidekick, Mussolini boy. <laughs> uh, just in case you've just tuned in, uh, no, this isn't a podcast from 2004. We, we really are talking <laughs> about the Iraq War and... Um, and the 1960s Batman. I really, I really wish it was a podcast from 2004. Sometimes. 2004. Oh no! That's us done. In 2003, the Iraqis were 2003. <laughs> then after that, it went downhill. Maybe that's why 2020 is so bad because nothing rhymes with 20. Plenty, plenty of disasters. Yeah, plenty of virus. Pl- plenty of virus. 2020 is the year we all got really big coffees (laughs) and that's why we all have such bad anxiety that's right um maybe i think i think plenty of virus is the name of the new bond girl (laughs) (laughs) she's irish right she's irish yeah plenty of virus (laughs) virus is spelt (laughs) f-g-h-a-o-u (laughs) <laughs> Plenty of Z virus. apostrophe uh, the at symbol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid this is going to have to be your new assistant. Plenty of virus. Well, hello, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I like the idea that it's the next Bond girl is called Plenty of Virus, and she's like an old, like an Irish tea lady, like a, like a. <laughs> Like yeah, the yeah, nanny yeah, yeah. from Father Ted. Ah, <laughs> uh, go on. You'll have some virus. You'll have some virus. Well, why don't you use your fucking laser watch? Oh, yes, of course. What would I do without you here, virus? Yeah, you know what, actually? Never mind the first black bond. How about the first Irish M? When are we going to break down that barrier? <laughs> I like the idea of um, them trying to present a, a head of a British uh, spy service with an Irish, <laughs> a prominent Irish member. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to Northern Ireland, Bond, and you're not coming back. <laughs> James J- James Bond films must count in Ireland legally as horror films. <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll, at least enemy propaganda. Yeah, the Brits are everywhere. You've like, oh, be terrified watching us. <laughs> <laughs> They've got lasers. <laughs> it's like watching Predator for humans. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, they're in the air vents. 
Yeah, and it's like with like Freddy or Jason, it's like you think Bond is dead and he just comes back and rears up behind you. <laughs> <laughs> just loads yeah. of loads of Irish people leaving the cinema ashen faced. He's just everywhere. His stationery is weapons and <laughs> he has sex with women under under dubious uh states of consent. He's he's a terror. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever um they'll ever come back to like whimsical bond with like fun gadgets or are we in like uh it turns out the real terrorists were the CIA territory for the rest of our lives? I think we're in gritty movie for the rest of our lives. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the new Batman trailer, Pierre. Oh, it's gritty as all hell, isn't it? It's gritty. It's it's a gritty reboot of Christopher Nolan's gritty reboot. Yeah, I mean, I have grit stuck in my teeth still just from watching it. So much grit. I, I love it, though. I love it. People keep going, oh, it's another serious Batman. I love serious Batman. I will watch serious Batman. <laughs> I will watch the same Batman movie made again and again and again for the for a thousand times over. I don't care. I'll watch it again and again and again. I cannot be outgrumbled. I cannot be outdarked. I cannot be out Batman. <laughs> I am really looking forward to this Batman. It looks even more emo than before. His bat symbol is made out of the parts of the gun that killed his parents. Jesus yes, please. Christ. <laughs> yes, please. That is some emo Batman. I love it. I love that, it. I didn't. That's. I didn't even know that. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you zoom into his bat symbol on his chest, it's made out of the parts of the gun. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's such a one-man like ad- advert for fucking therapy. It, yeah. It. It. It's a bit much. It's, it'd be such a say. funny conversation for him to have with Alfred, where he's like a. This is this is my new bat suit. I'm gonna wear it when I go out and fight crime. And Alfred's, you know, trying to look out for him. He's like, "Oh yes, Master Wayne, but don't, do you have to have the murder weapon in the? Maybe that could go back to the police. Maybe. How did you get that, by the way? <laughs> you have so many concerned questions if you're a proper nice old butler. Oh yeah. Also, the idea is that uh, that you know, it's so I never forget. It's like, were you going to forget? Uh, this seems to be your entire personality. <laughs> I don't think you're going to forget. You don't do anything else. <laughs> are you, are you, you worried you get so into gardening that you're going to... Wait, someone killed my parents. Like, you'll suddenly pop up from a, a flower bed one day. And go, oh, the, the, oh, the crime. <laughs> I like... um. Uh- I like the ramblingness of Gotham. Like sometimes I like it when they make Gotham so rambly and like carved looking that you sort of go, "This is like American medieval. This is like a like what American cities will probably look like in a thousand years, not now." What do you mean rambly? There's gargoyles and fucking oh, old yeah, 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 rock yeah, yeah, yeah. buildings and cr- like rambly alleyways and things, you know. Oh, it's great. I mean, I, I guess that's from the animated series. No, I guess it's actually from the Tim mm. Burton. Stuff maybe, I yeah, love and the, the way that thing. I think it really suits it. And the way that it's depicted in comic books is sort of always fantastical and kind of endless. It's like Spider Man; he never has, he never runs out of skyscrapers to swing from. He's never just jogging. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Spider Man's not a superhero for the desert, certainly. No, Bedouin Spider Man is a is a 
absolutely dog shit adaptation that I will not recommend. <laughs> Caravan Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not much to do. Spider Man, Spider Man, riding a camel caravan through the desert going at night because it's too hot in the day for him. He'll die. Just the song ends. He'll die. He'll die. He'll die. <laughs> he doesn't know the ways of the desert. It's charms. Uh, uh, he'll die. He'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there'll ever come a point where... Wait, is this new Batman so emo that he actually does kill people? Or is he still no-kill Batman? Well, there, there's a bit in the trailer where he beats a guy up so hard and so relentlessly and so viciously. It's yeah. hard to believe he isn't dead. But, um, I mean, like, he br- you just watch him, like, break his arm, punch him in the face, keep punching him until he's on the ground, and then continue to smash his face in. And you go, well, I mean, he if he's not dead, his life isn't worth living anymore. Um <laughs> But at least Batman hasn't broken his one rule. He's just I'm, broken that guy's skull. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to technicality Batman, where there's just <laughs> where the the Bruce Wayne Foundation has to pay for an entire new hospital just for all the people put into comas by Batman. And yeah, none of them does, are dead, but they're all in does, comas forever. Where does manslaughter come into play in his rule? I've always wondered this. <laughs> Yeah. What does negligence <laughs> and manslaughter come into play? <laughs> I know he won't murder, but what degrees are we talking about here? Do you think that um, if you accepted that no-kill Batman, as a rule, was as immutable as, say, gravity, then that means that even if Batman kills people, it is always manslaughter, because he never intended to, because Batman doesn't kill people. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Very much the, the, the Nixonian approach to Batman ethics. Yes, exactly. It's not illegal if Batman if, does it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Batman kills him, it's not murder. If well, that's Batman it, cause, kills him, it's not murder. Oh, no, murder. It's because he can say, well, I didn't mean to, because I'm Batman. You know, I didn't mean to. I hate killing. Mm. I just punched him until he wasn't alive anymore, and that was a shame. There's a bit, at the end of uh, Batman Begins, uh, spoiler alert, when he and Rajal Ghul are in that train that's about to de- derail and crash into the ground, mm. and Batman's about to glide off. He says, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. And, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, unless Rajal Ghul can suddenly grow a pair of wings, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting that that by that logic, Batman could just push people off buildings and play, like pick yeah. them up and tie them up and put them very near a big fire, or just or just lead them into a wood chipper. <laughs> oh. oh, I didn't just have to leave, save him. Leave poison around and hope they drink it, so you don't have to give them the <laughs> antidote. It would come to the point where even the Joker is like, look, man, just kill people. Come on. This is silly now. <laughs> In a way, that's as obtuse as the Riddler, isn't it? Mm. Just someone someone who's like, well, I'm a terrorist, but I, I, I don't see any reason to make it as, as simple as normal terrorism notoriously is. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, it's 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 more psychologically torturing. Yeah, it's um, it's funny that the Riddler would watch a video where ISIS claim responsibility for something and be like, "Oh, <laughs> well, I wanted to work that out." Right. Yeah. 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 It's all a bit spoilers. Real world. Yeah. Anyway, those are spoilers. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot oh. wait. He's his Batmobile is a, a like a muscle car. <laughs> I could just like a muscle car from the from the eighties or something. Uh oh. Yes, please. What kind of what kind of soundtrack are we talking here? We got Hans Zim- Hans Zimmer back in the room, Mister Room. Well, get this: the trailer has a <laughs> the trailer is accompanied by a Nirvana song. Oh yes, yeah. Just in case you were in any doubt as to how moody this Batman was, <laughs> smells smells like bat spirit. <laughs> smells like guano. That's smells yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that smells, like that <laughs> smells like bat guano. Smells like bat guano. I really hope the the sound system in the Batmobile just plays hurt on repeat. Yeah. Um when you start the car, just immediately Johnny Cash starts going, I hurt myself today. <laughs> But then uh, it's um it's really inappropriate for shorter drives. Yeah, like it sounds silly because you sort of get in, you go, okay, I'm driving the Batmobile. Hurt myself to do to see if I still feel. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going down the road. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. it would great. I would like to see um. <laughs> One, what, it would be a lot scarier to have a cheerful Batman, or is that just the is that just the Joker, just like a chuckling sort of benign killer? I suppose, yeah, 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 yeah. Just a guy who sort of injures you very badly, um, and um, and then makes a little quip about it. I mean, that's that's Bond, isn't it? Yeah, I guess cheerful I guess Batman is, is Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Cheerful, murderous Batman is James Bond. Cheerful, sexy, murderous Batman. That's true. That's true. Very sexy. Batman can't get laid because it's too fun. And he has to be sad. He is celibate, yeah. He took an oath. Oh, did um, he? Of celibacy? Of his... No, no. no. I was going to say, mean, was that part of his ninja training? Ma- <laughs> no. But it's sort of like <laughs> he near as damn it has. Okay. Like... Well, yeah, it's sort of, an unspoken, uh, unspoken <laughs> oath. He's just asexual now. He's not interested. So Raz Ghul was like uh, very circumspect about it, very circuitous. Like, uh, and uh, try not to um, release any of your uh, <clears throat> natural energy, if you see what I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, it I must correct myself. To... That's not true. He he, he does have. Um, he does have uh, famous affairs with Talia Al Ghul and um, and Selina, Selina Kyle, of course. Um, there'll be Batman fans screaming into their earphones right now. So <laughs> I want to correct that. <laughs> I just like the idea of like uh, you can't do that thing where you just appear behind Commissioner Gordon if you've jizzed in the last week. <laughs> just Commissioner Gordon going, "Well, men, uh, the Riddler's hit another." <laughs> oh, what is that <laughs> funky? 
Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like sweat, but it's got a slight <laughs> sweet, a slightly sweet kind of edge to. Oh, Batman! There you are. <laughs> Did someone come? <laughs> That man can't sneak up on people because he stinks of gum. <laughs> you got to clean the suit, Batman. <laughs> At least air it out. I only have one. <laughs> I only have one rule and I only have one suit. <laughs> Do you know how expensive the suit is? Who can I trust mm. to try clean it? God, yuck. Yuck, I say. <laughs> it's such an undignified quality for Batman to have. And a it's chillingly a good sense of smell him. on Commissioner Gordon. It's true, that's how he got the job. It's how he, he, it's how he made Commissioner. <laughs> You know the case that made Commissioner Gordon's name? No one from CSI could find the jizz on the crime scene, but by God. Gordon could do it. Yeah, he just came in and he was like, he pointed at the upper corner of the ceiling. There! (laughs) (laughs) It's there. I'd stake my career on it. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Uh, uh, hey, I was... Um... I, I performed indoors last night, Pierre, for the first time since mm. since the end of civilization as we knew it. I How did you find it? It, it was um, it was it, it was great. It was it was fun to be back. It was eerie performing to people indoors with masks on. We I performed to people yes. with masks on, but it was outdoors. It, you know, it, it it looked a little less out of place, but indoors people with masks on. 
Yeah. Uh, well, it was a bit odd. Uh, yeah, and any ninjas in tonight? End, I really couldn't tell how it, it had gone because I couldn't <laughs> see people were smiling or frowning or anything. Mm. Well, You've you had a pod bud in the audience. Did I? You did. Uh, they tweeted the podcast account. Who was it? Where are you? Uh, Where are you? Where are you? Joe Parker. Hello, Joe Parker. Joe Parker. Lovely um, Joe Parker. Yeah. Was there? He Joe said, Parker uh, sitting in the darker. Yeah, he said, great show last night. Could it be the first indoor show in the after now normal times? I was debating calling out Koji, but I bottled it. Oh, great. Well, thanks. It, it, it's always um, a double-edged sword when someone shouts out Koji in a gig, because it's always nice to hear from a pod bud, but uh, for the non-pod buds in the room, it is very confusing. Yes, yes. Um, and it's very. It's, it only gets more confusing the more you try to explain. <laughs> yes. So I kind of just have to go, yes, yeah, good to see you, and then move on. Which yeah, just yeah, leaves yeah. everyone in a sort of like a state of what had your did that just happen did i hear that what's going on i almost quite like that though because i think it makes the non-pod buds feel like they're missing out on some kind of like private members club but i always feel that sort of exclusionary and it pushes people away at least that's what it would do to me if i went to see something or someone and it was made obvious that there was you know a deeper level of of connection that i was not privy to i, I it would push me away but maybe that's more to do maybe. with my personality type yeah i think it does depend on who you are some people go wait wait, what was that me please feed me the special food i want it and some people go well i'll shove it up your ass then and they storm out (laughs) yeah i'm very much a second which also means that um i i've sort of um not pursued many things in my life but at least i've always felt uh, uh uh righteous yeah righteous and in control that's right Whereas I, I think I'm off on the opposite. Whereas I go, oh, what is it? Oh, please tell me. And then it's always like 90% of the time it's disappointing. Now, I think that's the better way to operate, though, because you, you, enga- you engage with more things than I am and you, you know about more things than I am, than I do, because you Maybe. engage with like that. But Maybe. That's at least right. I have well, my we, pride, which you, we'll um, do a swap. Which, you le- which you lost uh, years ago. At least I still have my pride. Yes, you you are like proud and locked in a very tall tower on your own, and I, <laughs> I'm surrounded by people grubbing in the mud trying to lick their feet. <laughs> that's right, and that's the way it's gonna stay in 2020. I'm like, print, I'm like Rapunzel up in my tower, <laughs> growing me hair. <laughs> Do you think you could carry off long hair? That's uh, something I wondered before I got my hair cut. I think about this all the time. You know, I, 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 I always look better than I think I will with, with, with longer hair. But it's never gone down to like my shoulders or anything. I think a lot of um, Asian, East Asian dudes with long hair mm. end up looking like either pop stars or the guy who you the guy the guy who mel gibson has to fight at some point in lethal weapon (laughs) yeah 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 or um keanu reeves i think every asian guy with long hair at one point from an angle you go is that keanu reeves yeah 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 exactly and and it's uh 
It, it definitely, if you're an East Asian guy and you have long hair, I am mm. um, coming into that conversation assuming that you are, at least from some angle, a badass. That's true. And that's true, because there's a whole samurai kind of thing. It's like, yeah. if you see an Asian guy with very long hair, you go, oh, this is because he's very disciplined in something. Yes, yes, yes. if you see yes, a white yes, guy yes. with very long hair, the opposite conclusion, oh, he is very undisciplined, he should get a haircut. That's it, isn't it? Isn't it interesting that the, the traditional martial haircuts of the of the culture affect what you think? That's true. And the, an upside of being Asian is, I reckon, the only men who can get away with a top knot. Yes. Do you reckon? Or like, oh, maybe not a ponytail, but certainly like a top knot. I think an East Asian guy or an Asian guy looks very cool. Yes, I think it works. Like um, one of those ones where it's all sort of woven in. Mm-hmm. You look like a samurai. Yeah, you'd think you're you're very good at something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you've you've done one thing so much. Yeah, I, I reckon I'm going to try that when if if I ever um, get the ability to grow facial hair and I'm still holding out, I'm going to <laughs> try and grow a beard and a little top knot and look like a, a cool uh, like Mongolian warrior or something. Ah, uh, that would be good. That would be good. Whereas I sort of think that if I if I had long hair, if I'd let my hair grow down to my shoulders, and God knows how long that would have taken. Because I'd, all through lockdown, I let it grow, and it got long, but it still was taking forever because it just gets like thicker and thicker. It doesn't like hang. Um, yeah. I reckon I would look just like... Uh, I just really like Metallica. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Like uh, <laughs> maybe maybe I even hit the road with a few bands you might have heard of if you listen to a lot of metal. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's my it's my job to carry some of the heaviest speakers onto the stage. That's right, that's right. Your 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 shorts have a lot of pockets in them. Oh yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of pockets. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. wearing those like camel colored reinforced steel toe cap boots, and I've got a Leatherman. You have Leatherman. Your um, you've you've got three carabiners on you <laughs> at any time. <laughs> I've got a Leatherman, I've got three carabiners, i got um, a kind of leather wristlet. Yes, that's right, that's kind right, of that's right. leather wristlet. But it's like um, one with a sort of, like, a clasp. Like, there should be a watch face on it, but there isn't. It's just the strap. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and often, weirdly, I've seen, uh, with, with, like, roadies or, like, tech people for theatre or music shows, loads of tattoos... Or none. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It always seems to be either that. like the illustrated man or you're like, oh, no, I, I, don't, I don't do that sort of thing. Like they're sort of weirdly clean living. Yes, you're right. You're right. Maybe it's because they see so many famous people who are like losing their fucking minds because of even just like beer. Maybe. Maybe that should be that should be the new scared straight. Instead of convicts coming to schools and scaring the fuck out of kids, it should just be like pop stars just going. Blah, blah, you guys want to hear a song? And all the kids. Ah! But on, on the on the contrary, aren't they also exposed to the most attractive elements of that? You know, seeing superstars all the time uh, in front of thousands of adoring fans. That's true, but they don't like the public because they have to shepherd them like sheep through little channels and watch them throw up on themselves. Yeah, horrible. 
horrible. <laughs> I'm, I've, yeah, I, I've. That's one aspect of festivals I've, I've really not missed this year. Just Watching people filth. behave like cattle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the absolute filth of it. It's disconcerting. It's disconcerting. And and as we discussed after you went to Glastonbury, you do encounter people, a lot of crystal folk, the new animism, like you said last week, I think. A lot, of, uh, a lot of woo-woo. <laughs> lot of crystals. Lost a lot of crystals about. A lot of crystals, a lot of poop. Uh, Speaking of crystals and poop, shall we do some emails? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ring letters, emails, phone numbers, talking to your sister, keep asking your letters. Correspondence. All right, correspondence. Correspondo. Corresponder. April gets in touch. April. Uh, wow, April. Um, um, 2000 and April. Yes. Yes. Don't be 2000 and April, April. Exactly. I don't know what it's like to have uh, to be named after a month. Like, mm. do you reckon for April, when April comes around, she she gets a, a sense of uh, grandeur? Do you think she... Yeah. Does, does her self-esteem go up or go down? Does she feel... Because everyone's talking about her, you know? I've always wondered that because you see it on the... When she looks at it on the calendar, does she think, ha, there I am. That's right. Or when she was at school and you had to write the date every day, would you write... I mean, it would feel pretty good for a month, a year at school to go, uh, today's the 23rd of Phil. Uh, <laughs> you know, 1998 or whatever. Phil oh, Fools. That's it, April's Fools. That would be a cool thing to like call all her exes. That would be fun, wouldn't it? April's yeah, Fools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> April's Fools. <laughs> that's fun I always found it weird if um, I was in France and uh, Pierre means rock or stone in oh. French oh of Peter um, Petrify yeah yeah pe- yeah, Petra um, yeah. The ro- which is a nickname the rock upon which I will build my church Simon Peter and so uh, uh... I see the signs if you drive past cliffs it's like attention you know Le Pierre like the Pierres are coming like, oh <laughs> <laughs> I just had this image of loads of views just tumbling down a, a a hill, but you're not like rolling over. You know when you like start walking down a slope and it's steeper than you thought it was gonna be, and you're like, and you're like walking but very fast, and a, and you're about to lose control. You bend all that's the way I, backwards. Yeah, that's what I see. Just loads <laughs> of you doing that down a hill towards the road. French people running away. <laughs> so, April, April, April. Uh, she says, hi, Phil and Pierre. Uh, I started listening to your podcast as lockdown laws started kicking in. And so I'm and I'm so glad to have stumbled across uh, BudPod. I can't help but cackle loudly when I'm listening to your podcast. My morning walk and my jog. Uh, people stare at me like I've lost my marbles. But haven't we all by this point? That's true. She says, I've always found poo stories unnecessarily funny. They're yep. very necessarily funny. I mean, I think if you didn't laugh, fun. you'd cry. You'd have to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone you'd would go, oh, I did a horrible poo this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Harrowing. Uh, 
wonder what the evolutionary. I wonder if there is an evolutionary reason for finding poo so funny. Maybe it is it's because just, it's just taboo, right? It's just tab. It's taboo. It's just taboo. It's 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 taboo, but taboo, but also like the experience of like something horrible just like having to come out of you all the time would be so traumatic if it wasn't funny, surely. <laughs> Every why day. Isn't, why isn't bleeding funny? Because it doesn't have to happen. Right. It doesn't have. Right. 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 And it's and it's and it's dangerous. Whereas pooing has to happen, and it's does it doesn't matter. It's not dangerous right, to yeah. happen. So it's just like this humiliation that is visited. It's upon humiliating. Everyone. Bleeding isn't. You're right. Bleeding is not humiliating. Um, no, bleeding. If anything, it can cool. look quite heroic. Yeah. 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 yeah that's right. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Uh, I've always found poo stories unnecessarily funny. Growing up, my mum used to think there was something wrong with my brother and I, as we constantly cackled at anything slightly resembling or sounding like poo. I thought maybe turning 25 might mature me out of it, but obviously it has not. You've really found the fucking podcast for you, April. Well done. Um, (laughs) Good Lord. Yes. Uh, So she says, and this is a very good photo. I'll describe it. The other day I was walking down my street for a coffee and I found these words engraved in the sidewalk. I thought you guys might find it funny. Hope you're staying safe and sane. Lots of love from Sydney, April. So uh, the photo is, uh, you know, when... uh, the pavement is made of concrete squares, and there's a sort of new. There's some new ones. They've come and put some new paving slabs down. Mm. Um, mm, so, so they're these a bit ones, lighter than the others, maybe. Exactly. These ones are light as all hell, Phil. Okay, great. <laughs> and someone has taken. Um, I don't think their finger. I'm gonna say, an old pencil. Right. The end of an old pencil. And in the still drying concrete, they have inscribed a little message in tiny little letters. I'd say each letter is about the size of a big toe. Right, okay. But wait, this is the concrete between the slabs? Um, sort of, yeah. Uh, not between. Okay. It, it seems like they almost poured the... Poured almost like three or four inches of concrete around the central tile. Okay. So there's plenty of room to write. And in little letters, they've written there, Poo bum we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you can't fault it. It's just good classic stuff. Poo bum we, and all in lowercase, like a lowercase p. Very interesting yeah. style. Brilliant. Lower really, case. really enjoy this. Um, really, really made me laugh that, because the... the, the the lack of formality is is funny. It's just like, just like like the, like the the graffiti doesn't even want to intrude on you because so it's lowercase. Po- uh, oh, um, uh, poo bum we. What is also what I really like about stuff that's inscribed in cement is that you know there was a time pressure on it because <laughs> it's not going to be wet forever. You you know yeah. You, so you're under the vandal. You know is under time constraint. Not just that time pressure but also trying to do it unseen like someone cracking a safe <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah 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 my chance is here <laughs> oh, um, uh, uh, what, 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 what was it what am I going to write what am I going to write come on man we have to go just shut up give me a second I need to think uh, just, just write poobamui really just, come on we got to go uh, <laughs> cut the red wire <laughs> that vibe yeah 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 um Will gets in touch, and I really like this email from Will. From Will to a Phil. <clears throat> mm. 
So Will says, hello, lads. Nice. Very nice. As anyone with young children knows, trying to get some private toilet time is a real struggle. Okay. In our house, one well, bathroom has a lock on the door, and one does not. Okay, oh, one of those. One of mm. those households, is it? Yeah, with uh, Absolutely just a terrifying to visit. Yeah, you go over for dinner or something, and you just go into the bathroom, and you go, oh, I guess everyone here is a pervert. And you just... There's no you, lock on the door. Yeah, you're like pissing or, or, or sitting on the loo with the unlocked door shut, and you're sort of thinking, should I be on the loo here? Just going like, yabba dee ba pee poo <laughs> I'm a guest in the toilet. <laughs> well, the most baffling thing is when the people who live there just like, they open the door, and you go, oh, I'm in here, and they go, oh, sorry. And you think, you live here. But don't you know to check you live here you know there's no lock on this door you're so comfortable with just wandering in and out of 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 toilet rooms yeah so this is william's situation Mm. um so in our house one bathroom has a lock on the door and one does not and i've had to abandon the lockless one as both of my children find it fascinating to come and have a chat with me while i'm busy strangling a mars bar (laughs) (laughs) strangling a mars bar very nice (laughs) strangling (laughs) really Uh, fight for your life stuff uh, also like the the implications of of what what he's accusing this mars this pooey mars bar of doing what are you doing here just grabbing who sent you scrambling your pooey (laughs) (laughs) who sent you what are you doing coming out of my ass how did yeah, you get like in that. there? <laughs> what are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? <laughs> so he says. So his kids. His kids love to come in and 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 say, "Oh, Dad, why do elephants have a trunk or whatever?" While he's trying to have a shit, so mm. he has to use the locked one. So he says, it's even worse during lockdown when every bowel movement is a matter of public record and frequently a topic of discussion at the dinner table. Yeah, of course. Mm. I'm therefore grateful for the toilet with a lock on the door, and that has become a place of sanctuary. However, of late, my son, who is four and a half, a very funny age, I might add. That's me talking there. Um, okay. My son, my son, who is four and a half, has taken well, very, <laughs> very funny in what way? As in just the number? Or like um, one is normally funny at that age? I think they just be, they just become like quite opinionated and they, they sort of mm. funny and they start saying things and they don't have any filter. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. You've become conscious of um, just enough to comment on the world, but not enough to know obvious things about it, right? So you you can kind of engage with the world, but you you still don't know anything, which is exactly is a funny is a funny perspective, yeah. Yeah. So well, to that end, however, of late, my son, who is four and a half, has taken to sitting outside while I'm in the locked toilet, and when noises emerge, whispering, disgusting under the door. <laughs> In a judgmental <laughs> manner. <laughs> uh, 
disgusting. This Dis- disgusting. Disgusting. But just like the way that little kids whisper, disgusting. like stage whisper, Disga- disgusting. <laughs> Can you imagine the shock and how much you'd laugh the first time that happened when you're just on the loo in the locked room and just like, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you go, Jesus Christ. What is, what is so funny is that that child has identified precisely, <laughs> like precisely the insecurity <laughs> That that people put locks on doors because of, yeah, he's, like a sniper. And he's seen he's seen his father go in and and lock the door, and he's identified precisely why, and he's he's used everything in his power to nullify the measures <laughs> his father has taken to avoid that embarrassment. Yeah, and just he, he may as well have dissolved the lock in acid. <laughs> God, that's funny. That's really funny. Also, it's so funny if like a little kid whispers something under a door. The sound doesn't come from behind the door. It so clearly comes from underneath the door next to the floor. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly where I'm picturing it coming from. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> After each little fart or plop. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so funny and it's so weird. It's such an incredibly disturbing thing to do. I love it. It's such a little. It's such yeah. It's so. It's such an adept little bit of terrorism. Yes, yes. True domestic terrorism. It yeah. You've really you're you're hitting them where they where it hurts. Like you've really, yeah. It's really adeptly done. It's so funny. That's amazing. He said, uh, Will says, I think nobody in the entire world has had to suffer as much as me during the current crisis. Fondergaard's Will. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I reckon that the four-year-old is going to end up like a really good therapist or counsellor or something. Because he, he, yeah. he obviously just knows <clears throat> what people are afraid of and how they feel and what motivates them. Yes. Yes, that's true, isn't it? He's got this kind of preternatural ability to zero in on something. So he'll either be a, a great therapist or like just a, a hell of a bully, fantastic bully. <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that. Yeah, yeah. Or a real. Or terror. both. Or both. First mm-hmm. one, then the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. God. I just you know, hope he uses his, his powers for good. You know. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I guess it's also the four is sort of the age when you first become aware of of embarrassment, right? And you can mm. become kind of obsessed with the idea of embarrassment, and and you become easily embarrassed yourself. It's yeah. the first awareness of of dignity, right? Of of social mores. Is it mores or mores? Social mores. <sighs> I've heard both. I've always said social mores because mores just I, seems a bit. Oh, that's a more. It just seems a bit silly in my head. <laughs> I would say mores just to be distinctly different from mores because otherwise, you know, it's quite ambiguous. Surely, yeah. I've never, I've never, I've never been clear. I've never been clear. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll say mores. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. 
Um, oh, I, I, we should actually engage, I think, with some of the stuff we get sent on, on Twitter. I don't know if you saw the truly aggressive kind of women in a pub tat that, I, that we were tweeting about. I think you saw it. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Read it out again. It's one of those sort of... Um, it's quite, kind of one of those enamel plaques that I, I guess the idea is you put it in your your home bar or it's in like a your bad fun, pub. Your, your fun pub. Like, your fun local pub. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe like a, a misjudged man cave or something. Yeah. Yes. So um, it was sent to us by the fantastically named uh, Dan Stables. Mm-hmm. That is a good name. Hello. Hell of a name. So it's um yes, it's a sort of enameled metal sign that's been drilled into a wall. Yep. And it says "men" in big letters, which is always a warning sign. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Any any tag that begins with one of one of the the sexes is yeah. bad news. Yes. Men, please read rules. That's what it says just underneath men. Yeah, so the idea being that what follows is a list of rules for men to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, please don't talk to my breasts. You won't be meeting them. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting... I like the idea of meeting, formally meeting some breasts. <laughs> yeah, and shaking them with your hand. Like, good to meet you. Sir Alan, these are my breasts. Ah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I've heard so much about you. Only good things we <laughs> hope. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Why, I'd have said that they were his daughter's breasts. <laughs> oh, you do go on. Uh, lovely. A lovely Victorian play there about talking breasts. Um, number two. And this one doesn't make very much sense. If you want to control someone, sleep with a remote. Absolutely baffling. If you want to control someone, sleep with a remote. I guess so if, if, I mean, what they're saying is if you want a sexual partner that you can control, yeah. that sexual partner might as well be a remote control. But yes, want- and what's... What's want, interesting, but then, though, but then what's, what's wrong is you, if you want to control someone. Well, a yeah. remote control is not someone. Unless this remote control controls a person. And now we're in a whole kind of new sci-fi world and far beyond the remit of this tat. Far beyond the remit of the tat. And also, the, re- the remote isn't what you control. You use it to control the TV. Exactly. I wasn't even going to go there because I thought... Uh, it's too layered for this too layered but you're absolutely right you don't control the remote you control the tv but maybe maybe that's what they're saying maybe if you if you want to control someone sleep with the remote and the remote will let you control the tv but again the tv is not someone yeah you're at best controlling the volume of a newsreader who is someone that's good okay 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 that's so, good, actually, Pierre. Maybe you're onto the original meaning of the author. Although maybe yeah, I'm giving the author too much credit here. <laughs> it's very confusing. If you like, and also I like the idea of um, maybe there are men that do this, but the idea of a man walking into a pub and saying, "Where are some breasts I can meet so I can control someone?" 
thinking like a fucking robot that's been sent from the future. It is also not like... I think you have to pick your targets with this sort of um, empowerment tact, let's call it. So on the mm. fir- in, in the first rule is like, uh, don't look at my breasts, you're not going to meet them. All right, so the target is sort of just some Jack the Lad fuckboy, right? Yeah. And then the second rule is, if you're looking for someone to control, look elsewhere. It's like, okay, well, this is a different kind of guy, really. You know, this is not, this is not just some horny, you know, just some horny moron coming into a pub. This is like a psychopath, like long-term, <laughs> yeah, controlling, abusive partner. Yeah, it's like, which is it's altogether more sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a completely different thing now. It's um. The irony being, of course, that if they really are that uh, manipulative, they'll 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 be the ones who probably put the tat up. Right. So the ultimate gaslight. <laughs> yeah, they can put right. it up and be like, uh, <laughs> "Men are like this, aren't they, ladies? <laughs> who wants a drink? You know, they're always a bit gross." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, um, yes, it's sort of the tat gaslighting equivalent of that form you fill in if you go to America, which says, "Are you a member of the Nazi Party, nineteen thirty-nine to 45? Well, no. <laughs> I don't think this form's going to catch me. Um, so that's that's baffling. Number three, rule number three here, Phil. Yeah, I always choose chocolate over men. Right. Right. Which I guess is the female equivalent of of beer over women or something. That's true. But it's like you choose chocolate over men and beer over Always. women. In, yeah, in what context? I mean, so you never meet. if it's to eat, I think that's the correct choice. If it's to <laughs> talk to, eh, that's not healthy. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's pointing out the mistake that a lot of men do, which is they walk up to women and go, well, you can either suck my dick or eat this chocolate. And they go, well, you've made a mistake there, sir. <laughs> You've given me a very easy choice, might I add. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate But what, what's also what's also great what's also yeah, what's great about this is that it it combats the <laughs> sort of combating misogyny with sexism. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm not just some harlot for you to have sex with. I love chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, whose side, who side are you on? <laughs> yeah, it's like saying, uh, don't stare at my breasts. They belong to my husband. <laughs> there we go. That's that sold. <laughs> don't look at my breasts. Slap my ass. <laughs> like a gentleman, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So number four is quite strange. I don't know how this is a rule per se. It's like um, less of a less of a question, more of a statement. Territory we're in. Mm. Um, rule in quotes number four: fifty-one percent love goddess, forty-nine percent bitch. Yeah, not really a rule. No, and also 51%. not a strong, not a strong mandate. No, I mean that is less clear than Brexit. There'll be protests. Yeah, 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 yeah. There'll be the the it'll be a, it'll be the 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 bitches versus the goddesses. Yes, 
Yes, indeed, and and this is just like uh, uh, the, it's it, it's it's a hint of the aggressive tat that we saw with those Mexico mugs. It's yeah, it's aggressive ego tat. I'm I'm yes. I am mostly a goddess, but near as much a spiteful, vindictive, aggressive person. Yes, and, and because this I've warned combination you, is a good thing somehow. Yeah, and because I've warned you that I'm awful. I'm allowed to be awful. That's right. If anything, it's empowering now that I've warned you. Yes, and you're stupid for for not listening hard enough when I said I was awful and, and walking straight into it. I'm, if anything, uh, righteous for having pointed it out. I mean, it's like when it's like that tat you see where it's just like a T-shirt that just says like "Taco Bitch" or whatever, <laughs> and you just think, "Why? Why?" It's this outward aggression directed at the world, at the faceless world. It's just like anger. Yeah, this this um this presumed confrontation with the world. Yes, starting off like aggressive, like a guard dog, just just ah, just a, just ah, just bad teeth. Yeah, it, it's it's very much like the um, don't mess with a woman born in January who <laughs> likes mayonnaise. It's yeah. like, well, who's going to mess with you? We, who's why do you presume you? people are coming to mess with you? Who's this directed at? Contact them directly. Yeah. Don't put it on a shirt. Um, number five is misspelled. I'll say it as it's supposed to be spelled. My sexual preference is no. <laughs> I mean, this is just a, this is a very different statement to I am a person who is deserving of respect and yeah. not a sexual object. It is another thing completely to say my sexual preference is no. Okay, so you're a monk. You're asexual. You're you're asexual, which is fair enough. But I don't think this is a position that is common enough to require a mass-produced tat. No, and and also we're halfway through the rules so far, and the rules are summed up as: you you'll never see my breasts. You can't control me. I prefer chocolate to all of you. I'm mostly, I'm almost entirely a bitch, and I hate having sex. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> the irony, <laughs> the irony is that any <laughs> the ramblings of a psychopath. But the irony is that any man, any decent man who listens, will have got halfway through the first five rules and gone, "Oh, well, I'll, I'll be, I'll be going then." And the only I'll people left, obviously, every second I'm spending here is an affront to you and everything you believe. Yeah, so I'm, I'm amazed you haven't called the go. police from what you so said. So you're welcome. Your sign has worked. Good, good day, madam. Also, this, this, uh, this, my sexual preference is no. Just plays into this dreadful characterization of sex between the genders as it's something men want and women hold and protect, and it's something that has to be yeah. sort of coerced out of women. Yes, and so yeah, ironically, yeah, yeah. this 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 tat is that's on the you know ostensibly empowering. It's just it's just adding fuel to the flame. Yeah, it's it, it's just the constant implication that sex for women is is trying to get sex out of a woman is like trying to get a friend to drive you to the airport at five a.m. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like they might do it, but it's not. You know, it's yeah, yeah. You have to be um, really convincing. You have to offer something very valuable in exchange <laughs> yeah. or you have to like guilt trip them or whatever. 
But the irony is that the, the, after these rules, the only men left will be the kind of statement ignoring, not listening, persistent <laughs> exactly. assholes who this is well designed done. to scare off. Well done filtering out anyone who's not a sociopath. Yes, you've reduced your dating pool to literate maniacs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you've done. And Um, also the illiterate, to be fair. Also potentially illiterate good guys. Yes, yes, the illiterate. Loitering loitering hopefully around. Yeah. Um, Number six, uh, my, my body is a temple. Now get on your knees and pray. A very, a very, very different uh, feeling than rule number one. Yes. Which was to not even look at my breasts. Yes. Very different also, sentiment. My my body is a temple and get on your knees and pray. Am I praying for, for it? You only pray when you're in a temple. Are we fucking already? That's right. I mean, you have to be in a temple to pray. You don't pray at no. a temple. Am I praying so, to have, to get access? Is that the way to do it? Is that correct? Or I, guess, is it... I suppose the implication is that you should worship my body, but also remember rule one and don't look at it. <laughs> you have to worship it, but imagine it. That's right. You've never seen it. I'm a formless gas. <laughs> An angry chocolate-eating gas? I'm like a sexy Jupiter. Yes, and you have to <laughs> imagine... With a big ring around me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to imagine and pray. So maybe it's a really profoundly atheist statement in that you can pray about my body, but it won't get you. Like it's they're not answered. Yeah, it's okay, like okay. nihilistic. That's right, 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 right. So maybe that's it. It's got a bit Nietzschean. Uh, number seven. This one's interesting. Well, I guess this body is so. You are so beneath this body, you cannot, you shouldn't look at it. Yes. But also because you are so beneath it, you should worship it. Yes. Could, but then it then it gives rise to yes, exactly. It's a paradox. It's like the God paradox. Like like, could 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 my breasts be so enticing that even you could not help but meet them? Right. 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 Could could my could my could I choose chocolate? over men so much that I run out of even I run out of chocolate some kind of paradox this right, needs further gosh. analysis it does um, it does it's rich number number seven this is an interesting rule so the mm. first part is it says it's not the size that counts it's dot 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 no wait size does count oh yes <laughs> yeah 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 like um, <laughs> an uncharacteristic stumble there from a an yeah. otherwise very confident person. Formally fluent? Formally fluent, formally very um, steadfast and sure of herself. Now mm. suddenly, suddenly, at uh, rule seven, she's, um, she's lost a bit of confidence <laughs> in what she's <laughs> She's saying. rubbed it out halfway through. <laughs> Size doesn't count, dot, dot, dot. Yes, it does count. Now here, it, one, could, yeah. one could, I think, very fairly accuse the author of hypocrisy i yeah. think in the first half of 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 these 10 commandments i don't know if there are 10 but in the first half of these commandments she said she's implied at least my body is not an object uh, do not look at it you won't get to touch it it's also something to be worshipped uh, you're not worthy 
but also you are reducible to your sexual organ and your value is reducible to your sexual organ. Yeah, and fundamentally, what the rule says is, you better have a big dick so I can not fuck it and eat chocolate far <laughs> yes, away. that's true. Yeah, that's it. That's the other thing. It's very confusing what this person wants. Because we, she's also previously um, said that she's asexual. So what, <laughs> what interest could she possibly have in a large penis? Unless she just likes a guy who can control his urine stream with great accuracy. Yes, he. Uh, she, she, she admires it in a kind of purely aesthetic sense yes okay yeah 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 yeah. um number eight we're back to the aggression and it's misspelled the word peace in this is mis- is misspelled mm-hmm. it's st- it starts with remember you horny piece of shit <laughs> what a way to start a rule jesus christ you were just talking about dicks and th- <laughs> you're the horniest one here arguably yeah, you, you've, you've been rambling on about not wanting to fuck the huge penises you demand. And now... <laughs> remember, you horny piece of shit. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't see you behind me. Fucking hell. It's also a real... <laughs> it's also a, a real rhetorical break uh, from the rest of the list to now go yeah. remember. Yes. In the, Previously, you've just been... A statement of rules. Now it's become a bit like conversational. Remember. Yeah. She started to what's, lose what's her... That, she started to lose her patience the, now. What's that called? The invoc, invocative or whatever? It's like, remember, like, throw, go. Like, what's that called? Like, the grammar's changed. The syntax has changed. Right, yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. Instructive. Her, her remember, you horny piece of shit. Her relationship to the reader has really changed. Yeah. So she says, uh, remember, you horny piece of shit. And then it's a full stop. Um... <laughs> And then, which is weird. And then the second sentence is: "Girls are made of sugar, spice, and all things nice." Yeah, well, evidently I, I, not. <laughs> I, to, I care to disagree. <laughs> I don't even have to look beyond this one rule to find evidence <laughs> to the contrary. Your rules contain the seeds of their own destruction, madam. <laughs> Who's the horny piece of shit now? <laughs> Okay, remember you horny piece of shit. Uh, girls are made of sugar spice and everything nice. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's just what you have to remember, you horny piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, okay. I'm going to start addressing you like that when I see you. Hey, you horny piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So this, this, there are ten commandments. This is That was okay, number eight. Great. This. That's this number is eight. number nine. Yeah. This is number nine. Men are like hardwood floors. Gosh, okay. I can I remember this. Men are like hardwood floors. And they're for you to walk over. Yes. Well basically it's a it's it's a it's a very sort of unexpected bit of, of, of quite good carpentry advice. Okay. Um, I, don't, I, I think it's fair to say that we don't ex- we don't necessarily expect good uh, sort of old fashioned DIY advice from from this person so far. Men are like hardwood floors; lay them right the first time, and you can walk all over them forever. Ah, uh, uh, now yes, I have to give it up. That is a decent bit of wordplay, at the, at least. At least it does kind of work. 
It does. It's undermined by the fact that now apparently we're we're back in the territory where this person is willing to have sex again. Yeah, yeah, very confusing. But also hypocritical because you want you've now express you've now explicitly expressed a desire to control men, having previously said men, if you want to control something, f- f- fuck a remote control. Yes. Yeah, men are, that's it. And it's like, like uh, you can't control me. I'm not just a, a body. By the way, you should have a huge dick and I'm going to control you by fucking you. But I'm, I'll never fuck you. I'll eat chocolate. <laughs> it's the ramblings of a mad woman. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, were these rules group sourced? It feels very much a committee, a piece of committee work. I have a dark and growing suspicion that these rules were just written by men. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think that might be very possible. Because the sudden inclusion of a piece of advice about hardwood flooring. All <laughs> <more> sexist, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it depicts women as they always seemingly depict as kind of like irrationally horny and not horny in a way that's baffling and impossible to predict. Right, of course, yes, 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 yes. Really Which is why... Hot and cold um, and, yeah. I do remember having a moment when I was growing up when I was watching some action movie to turn my brain off. And I mean, I, I was like young. I was like a young teenager, maybe. And in, every, in like almost every one of these action movies, the like girl character is always like pointlessly weeping or stupid. Or it's like, but we can't shoot him. That's murder. Things like that. Things but where yeah. like the debate about being in a gunfight has gone far beyond think concerns like that. And I remember thinking... Uh, God, why are women in films always so fucking annoying? And I went, wait, all these films were written by men. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah, yeah, genuinely yeah. blew my mind. I was like, they've made the characters like this. There are whole decades of films where every time a woman speaks, the nearest man grabs her by the shoulders and shakes her. <laughs> no matter what she has said. Like, there's, there's a scene in... I don't know if you've seen The, uh, the Warriors... <laughs> Yes. In the Perhaps warriors, we find a vaccine for the disease. Calm down, you moron! Don't let your hysteria overtake you. And like, there's a scene in the Warriors where the Warriors are walking through a tunnel to get through New York, and there's a lady with them. And I swear, she says something like, "Are you sure we're going the right way?" And the guy grabs her by the shoulders and just shakes her. Just shakes her. Like, calm down. Calm. And all she you're said being- is. Is this Insane. The right <laughs> uh, uh-huh. This is so. This is my dark suspicion. And then number ten. It's a bit of a letdown, actually. Number ten. We feel like we've been building to it some kind of irrational, hypersexual and asexual at the same time conclusion. Yeah. 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 And instead, number ten is, is just uh, save your breath for your inflatable date. Right, yeah, save your breath for a new inflatable date. Um, so, so the right. final instruction after all so this the, journey we've been on is don't talk to me, go blow up a sex doll. Don't even try. After all these detailed tips and hints and demands, actually don't bother at all, go do something else. Actually don't bother at all, go fuck a balloon. Go fuck a balloon, you're better off that way. <laughs> I mean, at this point it's very clear... The author has just reached for sort of wordplay and and gags. Yeah, laying laying the laying the boards, you know, and and breath for a balloon. Yeah, and we've sort of we've sort of lost interest in, in, 
in the meaning behind these rules, if there ever was any meaning, and now it's just kind of gags and puns. Yeah, I think they should have had they sh- they should have closed with hardwood floors, and they should have opened or or close to opened with inflatable dates should have been first or maybe third in the list. I would say. I don't think inflatable dates should be in there. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe in the middle. It definitely should have closed on hardwood floors. Is the best gag. Yeah. yeah. Um, inflatable. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe in the middle or even not at all because it kind of it really muddies the waters. Because now this the author is recommending the 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 person the audience does go on a date but with an inanimate object i guess it's sort of in the same family as um have sex with the remote i guess yeah or my sexual preference is 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 no yeah you're right it should follow directly on from that maybe as a sort of topper yes that sort of thing i wonder shall we let's 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 close by trying to come up with our own ones Okay, okay. And from whose perspective? From a male perspective or from the same perspective? No, for for this for this sort of mad hypersexual asexual alleged unpleasant alleged goddess. woman. Yeah, yeah the okay. goddess bitch woman that we're talking about. Okay. Here, who okay, lives okay, in the bar. Okay. Yes, okay, okay. Um uh, Okay, okay. Oh, this is hard actually. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, see, we 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 judge Philip. We judge, but <laughs> if 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 okay, if you're inviting me back to, uh, um, if I invite you back to my place, it better be because you just bought it. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, a kind of enormous yeah. demand immediately on resources there. Yeah, what do you think? Something like that. I like that. Yeah, my 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 advert addled brain immediately went to a brand, which was um, if you want to ride, download Uber. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right. If you want, that's okay. right. If you want to cheap, that's good. If you want a cheap ride, get Uber. I was trying to think of one of like if if you like buying people drinks, why don't you run a pub or something like that? Right, but, but then the, you're yeah, selling. Publican does. Yeah, you are buying drinks. them. You are selling them. Um. Right, right, right. Uh, what, uh, what about an aggressive one? What about an aggressive one? An aggressive one, okay. Um, L- li- listen here, you fucking worm pig. Yeah. Um, these, the... Uh, my my lips are for... Uh, my, my lips are for... Uh, s- uh, smiling. And yours... Offer uh, apologizing. Right, yeah. I mean, it it doesn't have a usual finesse, Pierre. I'll be honest, but no, the I really went on the fly the, with that one. I really, I really, I got clear. in the car and I just started driving. I was something. The only part of me you can kiss is my ass. Something like that. Ooh, that's hey, not, dickhead, the only part of me you can gonna... kiss is my ass, which you'll never meet. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that encapsulates the, the everything. Yeah, there every, we go. Every year. Uh, Every Eat my ass, this, which you'll this. never be near. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like go down on me where you belong. It's kind of like... Yeah. Right. Something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, this is, that was really great. Um, I, I, I love I love Tat, Pierre. I love it so much. And I'm so grateful that people send us Tat. 
Thank you so yeah. much. Because um, there's just endless. It just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. And I love it. I love it so much. So it thank tells you. you a lot about your society. It really does. It really does. Um, sorry, a bit of a long one uh, this week, folks. Um, sorry and you're welcome, depending on just how much you, you enjoy this podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, but I hope you all have a great week. And a have good a good time. week. Hope people don't whisper disgusting through a door while you do a shit. <laughs> and if if you have the temperament for it, uh, I do recommend Once Upon a Time in Iraq. It is exceptional yeah. on iPlayer. Um, but but be warned, it's 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 heavy stuff. But really good, really illuminating stuff. Um, otherwise, keep 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 jacking it. Lovely, Koji guys. Bye bye. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.